Hello, and welcome to the podcast. This is your host for today, Jada Kamau, and we're so excited that you're here. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Pub. Today, we have an incredible contributor named Valerie Helm, um, who's come to share a little bit um, about her piece that she shared with the metamorphosis issue on today. Valerie, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. <laughs> Valerie, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so hi, my name is Valerie Halim. I'm a senior majoring in anthropology with certificates in journalism and human needs and global resources, or as most Sweden students know as hunger. Um, I'm from Semarang, a city in central Java province, Indonesia. Wow, and that's incredible. How long have you lived in the States for? For about maybe two and a half years. Nice. So did you come to Wheaton um, and like that was the first time that you were living in the States? Yeah, that's the first time I was actually living in the States, but I've visited uh, the States four years before I started college. Wow, that's incredible. And what made you decide to come to Wheaton? Well, (laughs) it's kind of a long story, but um, here's the short version. (laughs) After I attended a Bible camp in Jakarta after my freshman year of high school, I wanted to serve God full time and then thought of going to seminary straight out of high school. But after consulting with my pastors, all of them advised me to really pray about my calling while studying something else that I'm interested in. And then I should probably work for two years before going to seminary. And so because I wanted to go to a seminary and was interested in the social sciences, my dad suggested that I go to a Christian college first so that Mm. I could get an education that is taught from a Christian perspective. So actually my first choice was Calvin College, which is now known as Calvin University. Yeah. Um, And that was because I... I knew some people from church who went to Calvin and Calvin has a very vibrant international student community. Mm. We was actually my second choice. Um, but after taking a closer look, I felt that Wheaton was a better fit for me. And at that time I was interested in majoring in communication and Wheaton has a program I was interested in, which is media mm. studies. Yeah. And Another program that actually drew my attention was the Hunger Program, which um, is a program that I'm in right now. So after all that, I decided to only apply to Wheaton and got accepted. So that's how I got to Wheaton in the first place. Wow, that is an incredible story of the Lord's faithfulness. (laughs) We're so glad that you're here. Um, For anyone that doesn't know about the Hunger Program, could you give a little summary um, of what it is you do and how the Lord called you to that specific program? Well, I wanted to do like an internship abroad. Um, Also, well, at that time I was not so interested in research, but then like just the idea of being able to study abroad while already studying abroad (laughs) sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like now, now that I'm in the program and I, and I know more about the program, what's interesting is that, oh, I get to do like a six month internship, uh, abroad and I could make it my own basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, hunger is very different from most study abroad 
abroad programs because we don't have like lectures or classes, although we do get like um, credits for uh, during our hunger semester as well. Um, but I was just learning how to be independent, learning to be fully immersed in a new culture, also learning about work culture, working more, uh, learning more about development, poverty, um, and also mm. learning more about how, uh, nonprofit organizations and uh, or NGOs. So, yeah. And then now, because I'm in Thailand, I had the opportunity to learn a new language as well. So. Wow. Ah, what a cool story. So you said you're in Thailand right now. Um, what time is it over there? Right now, over here in, in Wheaton, it's 10.25. But what time is it for you? It's 10.25 p.m., but I'm a late, I'm a night owl, so it's fine. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Full 24. Uh, I'm sorry, not 24 hours, 12 hour difference. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm 12 hours ahead of CST right now. My goodness. Um, again, thank you so much for, for doing this with us, even though it might be past your bedtime. <laughs> oh, no worries, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about your switch from communication slash media studies to your current major, which is anthropology. Yeah, there are many reasons, actually. So in my intro to journalism class, I learned that I was interested in writing about social justice, but did not know how to start. Mm. Um, so in communication, we learn about how to communicate. Um, but anthropology gave me a framework to think about society, structures, and culture. Um, moreover, most communication theories are applications of culture and social theory. So... Mm. I feel like through anthropology, I was able to get a deeper understanding of communication theories. Yeah. Um, yeah, and anthropology also taught me how to think critically about what seems familiar and intuitive to me, mm -hmm. but also teaches me to understand what formed the way people behave. And I just love every single anthropology class, even the <laughs> more technical ones like culture theory, ethnographic methods, statistics. Mm. Um, I also really like the anthropology department because it is a small, tightly knit community and everyone is just really passionate about what they're studying. Yeah, yeah. Because I really like anthropology um, and actually wanted to continue learning about it more uh, in grad school, I decided to major in it. Ah, I love that so much. You know, I can so relate to to really enjoying and feeling impacted by the way that people are pursuing their passions here at Wheaton. Um, I'm new myself, I'm a transfer student that just came in this semester. Um, oh. And especially in the anthropology department, I've so admired the way that people are pursuing shalom and justice. Um, I'm taking a hunger class right now and it's crazy to see how many people's hearts are being turned towards justice, even from taking that um, 100 level class, you know, um, like I feel yeah. like the Lord is doing such a good work and it's very invigorating. Like I don't want my work personally to be in anthropology, but um, I'm just so inspired um, by like the seeking of Shalom by all of the students in like the hunger program and the anthropology programs. Um, so thank you so much for, for doing that inspiring work. 
Now, I'd love to, to move to talk a little bit about your piece. Uh, so your piece is called Journalism Goes Digital, the case of the New York Times. Now tell us, um, what was the inspiration behind this piece? Um, <laughs> so I actually wrote this essay for an upper level core class called Technotext that was mm -hmm. taught by Dr. Richard Gibson and Professor Jeremy Botts. And I took that spring semester uh, 2020, so COVID semester. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. this class actually feels like a practicum to Dr. Shushart's media studies class. And I took this uh, class the semester after I took media studies and it really solidified my understanding of media because the class requires us to experiment and play around with various kinds of media mm. and then see how the different media influences the message. And so basically the class is based on Marshall McLuhan's media ecology theory, which argues that the medium is the message. And so since I'm a journalism certificate student, I decided to apply my understanding of how media works um, and how they evolve to figure out how journalis journalism should adapt its content to maximize its effectiveness in a digital environment. I, I have no words. That is so cool. <laughs> um, and I think it's so different from what we would normally think of for um, an edition of, of something that's titled Metamorphosis, right? Um, last week, we featured a piece by Lauren Ladd um, that was a beautiful piece of photography um, that had lemons in the middle and this beautiful light composition. Um, and she talked about how, um, how the light transitions and the feelings that are evoked by the picture all like point towards the method of metamorphosis. But your piece is significantly different from that one. And I would love to hear why did you feel like this piece would be perfect for um, this issue? Um, it's actually, my answer is actually very simple. So the reason why I decided to submit this uh, essay to the pub in this specific issue is because I wanted something published. And so I looked through my old essays and I thought that this essay fits the theme really well because it talks about the transformation of media. Hmm. So I, I thought, well, metamorphosis is about transformation, it's about change. And yeah. since I'm talking about how media has evolved and how the different stages of media um, are like very different from each other, but they like built upon each other. So I feel like, I think this is a good illustration of a metamorphosis in mm. the media context. That is very cool. And so, so true. Um, could you talk to us a little bit about um, the findings of your research and what you want readers to, to take away from this piece? Well, I think my message is simple. Um, to understand the world, you have to understand media and how they work and things will continue to evolve. Mm. So we should, we should adapt, learn to be very aware and learn to adapt yeah. and look deeper um, into things because media, media is everywhere. And I feel like by paying attention to media and how they've changed over time and how they've affected how people behave and how that, that has affected how a message is perceived, 
I feel like you just get a lot of insights about the world and and mm-hmm. who knows that knowledge can get you ahead of the game. That's so good. So good. Um, and I mean, you said the word adapt, like we need to, to make sure that we're being super aware of the things that are going on around us so that we can be impactful in our messages. And with the, the changes in the way that we've seen media in our culture, do you think that the overwhelming changes are positive or negative? I feel like everything is, everything has both like positive and negative impacts. Mm -hmm. Um, It really depends on how you look at it. Um, Yeah, I really don't, I really don't have an answer because for like with the digital media right now, there's a Mm -hmm. lot of things you could do. that you couldn't do uh, before before with like other uh, media forms. So, I mean, like you can do more interactive stuff uh, with like videos and animation and, and, and yeah, you, you, and you can do a lot of stuff. It's like, it's more, there are more, um, there are less limits, I would say. It feels like, oh, there's so many things I could possibly do and experiment with. Um, but then there's definitely a drawback as well um, and how like the digital platform um, and how it works nowadays, because it's, you know, it's very interactive. It demands like a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. It, it does affect us in which we become so distracted because everything is so quick everything is so accessible yeah that it's hard to be present um in you know the real world uh i mean you know in the world that we're living in and oftentimes we're just so absorbed with what we're seeing on screens and like the internet and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. so that we forgot to pay attention to what's around us and there's a lot to say about that but that's what comes to mind (laughs) yeah that's so good mindfulness is is so godly (laughs) as I've been learning in my hunger class like it's so easy to to stick with what we're comfortable with um but moving towards you know living an aware lifestyle is transformative for the way that we we see the kingdom and the way that you know the lord's people are being impacted around the world um, so thank you so much for saying that. I am very inspired. Well, Valerie, thank you so much for answering all these questions. Your article really is incredible and epitomizes metamorphosis so well. Um, for everyone listening, it is called Journalism Goes Digital, the case of the New York Times. Um, so please read, please be inspired. Um, Valerie, as we are finishing up, right now. Um, I did want to ask you one quick fun question so that we could get to know you a little bit more. Um, And my question is, what is the best? That's a really tough question. (laughs) (laughs) What is the best? What's Um, the best? (laughs) Yes, what comes to mind is something that is good for everyone. Mm. 
That was such a deep answer. Push that out a little bit more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was just, I think I've been thinking a lot about like the middle way. Um, Here in Thailand, um, it's a, it's a majority Buddhist country. And so it's culturally very Buddhist and a lot of their beliefs are, are stem from, that came from Buddhism. And since I've been encountering it a lot and hearing about it a lot, I was just thinking about like, okay, what does it mean to do something right? What's like the best thing to do? Mm. And it seems like, okay, if it's, if it's good for you, if it's good for them, then it's probably the best. <laughs> wow. Okay, I answered that question for something a few weeks ago, and I literally said potatoes, because I really like potatoes, but your answer is so much better than mine. <laughs> I, oh my gosh. Oh, I shouldn't. Yeah, I should have. <laughs> no, I you were think, incredible. I thought it was a philosophical question, so I was really surprised. <laughs> No, you you answered the question so perfectly. Um, thank you so much for sharing with us. And we're excited to hear you possibly in the future as well. Thanks for letting us get to know you a little bit. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Now, for all of our listeners, thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Pub. It is our honor and pleasure that you spent this time with us. Now, make sure that you're looking out for the next episode that should come out next week um, as we deal with a different piece in our issue metamorphosis. Make sure to subscribe so that you're able to see when our next episode comes up where we feature a different person um, who contributed to our metamorphosis issue. Again, we're grateful for you. Be blessed.